from the 50, Midweek Edition. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the From the 50 podcast. This is our Midweek Show Edition. I am your host, Zach Zook, alongside Nick Tolley, Nick Yale out in Reno, TJ Weber in his home studio. We are brought to you by Book It Sports. And it's another week of football. It is football on a hump day, and I'm not talking about Maction. How are we doing, boys? Doing well, Mr. Zook. Doing well. How are you doing? How was, uh, how was your Sunday? Uh, I mean, <laughs> mm. I mean, it was sweet. Like it was my, it was my birthday. You know, the Packers bent him and showed him the fifty. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he definitely did that. So yeah. uh, it, 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 it it had all the highs, it had all the lows, and now I have to be punished. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I tell you what, we only went three and four, so I we all I won the crown. Though. Good, I had a good shot at going six and one, and I ended up three and four, so I'm not happy. Chief, I should have gone again, seven now. Yeah, no, I I, I fully deserve this punishment. I mean, I need to quit fucking around with the dogs. I keep taking crazy teams. I think two weeks ago I took a crazy team. And then this week I took the Kendall Hinton-led uh, Broncos, which was not the – you could just chalk that up to bad life choices, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's on you. I mean, I, I got just absolutely fucked by good old Doug Peterson, not Doug Marone. On that, on that two point conversion. Well, you've been fucked by Doug Marone plenty of times. Yeah, in the Doug Marone took trap out of nowhere. Nick uh, like uh, next uh, the group and he goes, "I fucking hate Doug Marone." And I'm like, "What did he have to do with it?" And he's like, "Oh, Doug Peterson. Sorry, so yeah, poor Doug guy Peterson. got just wrecked for no reason." Why yeah, the hell he's are we going for job. two? Why the <laughs> hell are we going for two? Trying to cover the spread there? What the fuck? Get out of here! Yeah, yeah. Why Come not? on, bring, man. Bring Come Doug on, Marone man. back to Syracuse. Yeah, just, just Doug Marone, Doug Peterson, fire them all. Everybody's buying for their job now after, you know, you, even can Matt Trisha got taken down by the Lions. Can I fire off like a spicy take right off the top oh, of the I show love here? spicy takes. Look, Zook, you are the king of spicy takes. You know, that. It, it is habanero hot. And I here's my spicy take. I don't think Doug Marone really deserves to be fired, does he? When you think about Blake Bortles in that team, you had the Jacksonville Jaguars of the AFC Championship like three years ago, and the no, roster is ago, was that yeah. recent? Really? Yeah, I was. I was working at KFNS at the time, so it was. It was around then. Like yeah. I'm, and they should have honestly. I mean, Tolly remembers the game, but Tolly, they they were a couple of calls go the other way, and they would have made the Super Bowl. Yeah, it was close. So, I, and, and the rosters have just been so bad since. I really feel like Doug Marone's actually a decent coach. I'm not saying he's like a uh, great coach, but I don't. I think he's better than all the other twats getting fired. He did a great job <laughs> in Buffalo. They didn't even fire him in Buffalo. He chose yeah. to leave because of the sale yeah. of the team, but he That's did right. a great job there. Yeah, I mean, he's got Minshew Mania there. He's got Mike Glennon, I and mean, he's got some he's good weapons at quarterback. That, that'd, you know. be, that'd be an interesting article to write, like deep dive into like the – personnel that has been forced on Doug Marone while Dave Caldwell I actually did write an article about the rise and fall of the Jags uh you can read that on bruiseonthebalcony.com but I talked about Dave Caldwell the GM that they let go last week what has like survived just terrible year after terrible year after terrible draft pick after terrible draft pick so I don't know I I let Doug Marone coach my team seems like a fun guy too yeah but you don't get paid to be fun look you get paid to win <laughs> football games so well, I, I don't know 
<laughs> well, when you're when you're dealt Gardner Minshew, Jake Luton, and uh, Mike Glennon, Luton. I, I don't know if Bill could win with those Ooh, guys. Breaking news! Breaking news! Rockets agree to trade Russell Westbrook to the Wizards for John Wall. Oh, oh, oh. oh, you know the hot stove is heating up too. I about texted the group and said I had uh, can't wait to talk baseball on the show tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was talking hot stove stuff, and I was like, oh boy. <laughs> of course, of course, we we break away from brews on the balcony so we can focus on football. Yeah. just to talk about baseball. Just and talk about baseball, yeah. golf, basketball. You, you, you get a little, you get a little bit of everything on this program. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about uh, the Steelers Ravens game that just concluded um not too long ago did you guys pop it on at work at all oh yeah i I had it on fuck the ravens no i love (laughs) the ravens baby hey i finally i've been screwed by i go Mm. i've gone after public money for the last two weeks and i always lost and now all of a sudden i went against public money Fade the public every time. It's insane. It's a late cover. Uh, McSorley throws, what is a 65, 70-yard bomb to Marquise Brown, who finally scores a touchdown when I drop him for my fantasy team. I mean, <laughs> you just love to see that late cover, Nick. I I mean, I still got it at four and a half on uh, on CBS earlier in the week from that all that bullshit before all the COVID happened. So I am now your, your, your king in the uh, overall standings with 11. 11 out of 16 games picked correctly against the spread this year. That is that overall. That's that's sharp. That's sharp, baby. That's sharp. 97 overall, though. Nine last week. So I'm on a heater, but not in our league. They're only three and four in our league. (laughs) I think you're tied for the. uh, Oh, you're only three and four, Nick. For the for those games were I thought you were were all my losses. We would have been tied again, but yeah, no, no. uh, I'm one back of you right now. It's okay. Well, I'll just go one and six next weekend. That's the way we're kind of trending right now. So. You, that two yeah. No, no, I lost two weeks ago. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah you didn't lose two weeks in a row. No. Regarding the Ravens Steelers game, can you guys just answer me one question? Why did Trace McSorley not start the football game? Because Robert Griffin the third is the veteran. I mean, that's why they, they were going to put him in there regardless. And that was the I offense. Mean, yeah, Do you guys want to hear a story up. about Robert Griffin from uh, Colby? Listener Colby met Robert Griffin III. How'd that interaction go? So he sees him at the airport, and this is, I don't know, we're still in college. So this is a while ago. But he, I mean, he must have been playing for the, I think, uh, the Washington football team, formerly known as the R-Words. Mm-hmm. And he sees him in the the airport and i think he was alone so he actually had the guts to go up to him i would have never probably had the balls to like go up to a celeb but he like went up to him and he's like hey like are you like rg3 or like rg3 like nice to meet you or something something like that and uh he just said that basically rg3 held his hand out and was just like like introduced himself like robert like, Robert. Hi, Robert. Yeah. Robert, nice to meet you. I'm Rob. <laughs> like, I don't think he likes the RG3 thing. Like, he likes to be called Robert. But I'm his, Rob his Griffin. Twitter, his Twitter handle's at RG3. Maybe he's like, come around on it then. But he, he, I, thought, I thought it was purposes. funny how uh, he, was, he like, went up to him and was like, RG3, like, nice to meet you, dude. Like, how's it going? I think he's going to visit his girlfriend's family or something. Robert, around dude, Thanksgiving. Dude. And he's, he, he's just Robert. Nice hi, to meet you. Robert. Nice to meet you. It's like, <laughs> hi, I'm Anthony Weber. Good to meet you. Like, yeah, <laughs> same thing as that. I, I think you should start going by Bob. Bob hey, Anthony. Bobby Griffin. Bobby Did Griffin. Big Web ever call you Anthony when he was mad at you, TJ, growing up? No. God damn it, Anthony. My mom would give me, so my name's so damn long, my mom would be like, 
Anthony James Weber Jr., what are you doing? Like that. But it would be like, she'd be out of breath by the time she yells at me, and I wouldn't even get in trouble. She's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, what was I mad about? That's funny. I, I, I honestly forget that your full name is Anthony. I yeah. doesn't even register with me. So everybody's like, no. what does TJ stand for? And I go, <laughs> well, it's, I mean, I've heard that since I was two. I know and, the voice that got me. Thomas oh, James. They're like, like, what? Why TJ? And I go, oh, it's uh, Tony Jr. Oh, Tony. Just so why don't you just go by Tony? Well, my dad's name's Tony. He wanted to make me a junior. What's your middle name? James. Oh, so you could have been AJ then. I like. I didn't name me. My parents did. Sorry about you. I like my name. Shit. My bad. People so is so frustrated. So maybe you could educate me. Is is TJ and AJ always the same like legal name usually? Yeah, we well my legal everything legal says Anthony Weber signature. Yeah, Anthony J Weber. But uh, yeah, TJ Weber. I mean, so obviously, I know TJ's and I also know AJ's, and I'm wondering, are they also Anthony James? They're all Anthony James. It's an uh, army of Anthony James. Oh, you're saying all AJ's are Anthony James? Well, maybe. Well, I'm wondering because well, it's a lot of middle names. Like usually, like technically, if you go by the way people are usually have the two letter names, it's like first and middle name. AJ would be mine. TJ's Tony Jr. I got a cooler name. I hate the name AJ, so I'm glad that uh, I was not one. This I grew up down the street from a guy named JT, and that is a rough one. Ah, man, people are tuning in for football, and we're getting AJ <laughs> and TJ comparisons. Yeah, get, and get, that, get back on track. Nick and upset, that because that we got put, a lot of Periscope that puts viewers. A bow that on that. Nick, Nick's mad because we talked that, about that. that puts a bow on that. Nick Yell says, "All right, I like that amazing transition." So let's recap Week Twelve, guys. I did some homework, and I got some topics for us, and. I hate to be that guy, but a lot of these is it's gonna be a lot of shit talking because there Sunday was a bit of a, an abomination in terms of, of football. It's I'm more embarrassment than good, I think. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is Doug Peterson, and I think it's appropriate that he leads our show in terms of the recap of Week Twelve because boy, oh boy, on Monday night did he ever struggle? And I know he won the Super Bowl. And I know he took the Eagles to the first Super Bowl in the history of the franchise. But at what point is it just like, what have you done for me lately? I mean, I try to see things like see things from the aerial view and not get uh, become a prisoner of the moment. But when I watch them play, it's like going for two constantly and just being weirdly aggressive. And, and what I wrote down in my note was Doug Peterson isn't aggressive. He's stupid. That's literally what I wrote down for the topic. Like, I don't understand what what has happened to that team and the way the front office has just can botched pick after pick after pick after pick since like the 2016 draft is something that they, I think that's a stat that like Levy and uh, Greasy were rattling off on the broadcast. The draft picks are awful. The quarterback's playing bad. They have no personnel. And, and Doug, like just, he can't adapt at all. His offense looks disgusting. So I, I just I, I want your guys' take on it. Like, is it Carson's fault? Is it like how much of this no. falls on Doug? And at what point do you maybe consider making a coaching change? Because I don't think you can do anything about Carson at this point. No. And I, think, I have more faith in Carson long term than I do Doug because Car- he's at least been an MVP candidate and and I, I don't know. Carson for as many interceptions as he's thrown this year is not a bad quarterback. And that you might say that's a hot take, whatever. But Carson Wentz, with a good offensive line, I think can actually perform. But he just has no help. He's sacked more than any quarterback in the league. Injuries are already an issue. They have been in years past, so that's always going to be a concern. 
But when Carson Wentz is clicking, he's actually a pretty good quarterback, but you have to build protection around him. You have to help him out there a little bit with the play calling. Sure, he has to execute those plays, but Carson Wentz to me is not the issue there in Philadelphia. Currently, he will will carry all the blame because he's the quarterback and that's what happens. And you might ask, especially this past week, why not try out Jalen Hurts a little bit more? Maybe even try Jalen Hurts next week. You spend a second-round draft pick on him. Why is he sitting on the bench? He only got one snap in this past game. Uh, So I think that's where most of the fan base in Philadelphia and NFL fans as a whole are like, why not try out Jalen Hurts? At least give him that shot to to play since Carson is throwing all these picks. But I don't think Jalen Hurts is doing any better. It it comes down to the play calling. And I know I think they said they're going to switch play callers there. Peterson's going to give up the the play calling duties, but it really starts that offensive line. Without a good offensive line, you can't do you can't do shit. Yeah, it's you know, I think it has it's a combo of all of everything. I mean, their offensive line has been brutal this year. They can't get the run game going. Um, they've had injuries to their receivers. They don't really have a standout guy there. They've had Greg Ward stepping up at times. They've had Jalen Rigger step up at times, but they don't have a consistent guy like Alshon Jeffrey used to be. Zach Ertz has been hurt all year, so you got a lot of issues on that offense. But it's the line. I mean, if you watch every game the Eagles have had this year, Carson does not look good. He's been throwing balls up for grabs. He's been, you know, really not what he used to be, but he's got no protection. I mean, that dude is running for his life every single snap all over the place, not able to play the way he did his rookie season. And I feel bad for the guy because, again, the one thing he did right was put his team in a good position to win the Super Bowl, but he didn't even win the Super Bowl. I mean, he's forever going to be the guy who got them to the playoffs, and that was it. Yeah, And that's got to be so shitty to have that on your back forever. So if anybody's going to be pumped up to, like, go win another one, it's Carson Wentz. Unfortunately, they don't have everything uh, really, just uh, I just yeah. love that Twitter handle. No, no, Abby, and it's T Web two zero one nine four two one three two. Like the all the other numbers were already taken. What the hell? Put hurts uh, a quarterback and wins at right guard. I love yeah. that. I think part yeah. of what hurts them though is that hurts play them. calling and their personnel that they choose to use. Travis Fulgham was leading the NFL in receiving yards through like four week period. Yeah, where did he disappear? They took. They just got rid of him off the field to put uh, Elshon Jeffrey out there this week. He's like, playing around on his bucket burner account, which he does yeah. have, by the way. And they also like you don't roll Carson Wentz out of the pocket at all. The one play that they did that this past week, he had like an eighteen yard completion. Like, if your offensive line can't protect him, then get him out of there and he, let him create something. He's a big dude too. Like he can, he, you know, on quarterback sneaks. I mean, Six, he five. can. He can lay the boom, and that's probably why he's he's been injured quite a bit because he just kind of throws his body out there and has no regard for human life. But uh, he's a big dude. I mean, let him let him scramble a little bit. Let, let let's work in something else rather than just having him stand in the pocket, like you said, and the left tackle, the right guard, just just blow it, and all of a sudden he's on his ass ten times a game. So would you guys would you guys fire Doug after this year? Or just run it back? Like I, no, they've sucked now for how I don't know. I think he's you changed good. the play caller. Yeah, but he's he's safe. I mean, he just won a Super yeah. Bowl. You know, he's you got a couple more years out of him. If they tank the next two years and he stays with Carson, like I think Carson gets one more season, like full starting quarterback. You got to get help though on the line. Oh yeah, and I think they need a couple more weapons. Zach Ertz needs to be healthy. So, but it, what's going to happen is like they're putting Jalen Hurts there to put pressure on Carson. 
That's what's happening. And and Carson knows that. Wentz knows Jaylen, that Jalen's not a Jalen's not a starting NFL quarterback. He ain't, but, he's Jalen Hurts is not Kyler. He's not Kyler Murray. Yeah, Carson doesn't. Kyler Murray doesn't matter though. They're doing that to have a backup. They've never had he's a backup. A like they, I'm saying that they're now getting shit from the fan base saying like, "Look, we won a Super Bowl. We know we have talent here, but Carson Wentz might not be the guy." It's the first time they've said that because he sucked the last two years. So now we find out next season if he is the guy or not. He had he's at 15 interceptions through 12 games. I mean, he's the worst quarterback in the NFL at this moment. Yeah, he's but been the terrible. thing is, you put him with a good offensive line, is he the same? I don't fucking know. I don't know. I think he's a top 10 quarterback. Uh, and like I, I don't know. I, I think it's hard. It's hard for me to get out of my brain that MVP year he had up until the point where he tore his ACL. Like I, I've literally watched him do. It. I know he has the ability to do yeah. it. What do you think? He just forgot how to play quarterback. I think he's formed some bad habits. And the biggest thing I notice when I watch him is his accuracy is just terrible. It is abysmal. I think a lot of that has to do with he's af- he's afraid to get hit because the pocket is so bad that even when it's clean, it's still affecting him because he's just waiting to get smoked. So. I don't think it's his problem at all, but I do. I'm starting to. I still like do respect the the ring. I, I thought that Peterson did an excellent coaching job, particularly in the Super Bowl game. How aggressive he was because that's how that's what they had to do to beat that Pats team. That Pats team was so good, and he knew he had to take chances and convert on a couple of them if he was going to win, and he did, and he hit on every single one of them. And I don't know if maybe that's like made him more big headed or like enable enabled himself in his own mind. Like, Oh, I can just do this every time because that's just going to be my philosophy because now it's just, he's jumped the shark completely with uh, the, the going for two, the, uh, the play calling, like, it's just so weird. Yeah, and I'm just starting get- to shift from thinking he's a good coach to thinking like maybe, you know, Frank Reich, who's now the head coach of the Colts, who was the OC, and John D. Filippo, who was the QB coach, then went to Minnesota. Now he's in Jacksonville. Maybe they had more to do with that offense than Doug did. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, and that's why I think the change of the play call for Carson could be good. It's not like they haven't been in these ball games. They're in every one of these games. Their 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 defense certainly is giving up some points, but that's probably more attributed to to those turnovers that Carson Wentz is committing. But so if you take those turnovers, if you take all those bad interceptions out of it then all of a sudden you start winning these football games. And sure, is that a timing issue with Carson? Maybe, but when they're playing from behind in these games, they're going to be throwing the ball. They, they missed Miles Sanders most of the year, and certainly with the bad offensive line, he's not going to get as involved. Didn't they give him like six carries or some shit like that yeah, in he, that game? You have a running back that is probably what a top, the fuck 15, are you doing, top 15 running back in the league, top 10 when healthy and behind a good offensive Austin line. Scott. It's it's just it's been the other injuries. You know, you don't have the Deshaun Jackson, you don't have a healthy Zach Ertz all season. Him and Goddard both back now, but you know, when healthy and with a good offensive line, this this team is the Super Bowl team that they 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 won a Super Bowl. They've already proved it, but they need to be in these games and not be playing from behind. And it probably starts with the play calling and then secondary on the offensive line. See, I, I think the whole the you, we can shit on Doug too. But I think the whole front office is to blame. Everybody tell I I get talked about. I feel like I get talked about. How, I get told all the time how great of an organization Philly is. <laughs> I I 
starting. I'm starting not to see it. Like Howie Roseman drafted Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson this year. Yeah, that was and bad. they have just had draft bust after draft bust after draft bust. Yeah, oh, J.J. Ortega Whiteside. I heard he was supposed to be really good too. Where the hell is that guy? They yeah. took him over DK. Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, yeah, exactly. Why yeah, are you Dallas spending? Wait, wh- what? What? You already have Ertz. Why are you spending an offense, a first round pick on Jalen Rager when you could, when you should be drafting an offensive lineman like that? And they should have cut Jeffrey two seasons no ago. Jeffrey's so, been done for a few years. It's been bad. I, I just, I just am start like I, I see Carson get slandered every Sunday, and I just am starting to think that Doug is kind of a. A bit of a dodo brain, and I think that the front office is bad too. So I, I used to really, 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 really respect them, and I'm just starting to go the other way. And Monday night kind of was like a turning point for me. I just am starting to think that the guys that left had a lot more to do with their success than the guys that are still there. So I know we already talked about the Ravens Steelers, but I want to approach it from a different angle, more from like the COVID side, because they kept moving that game and they did not move the Broncos game. And I thought that it was a bit ridiculous uh, the way they handled it. And I know life's not fair, and I know the NFL is not fair, and I don't think that it necessarily needs to be fair. Like, that is life, right? It's not going to be – there's no way to make it inherently fair for everybody. But I thought that basically the Broncos got shafted because they followed the rules. They had their quarterback room catch it. Now, I, I know that there was a story about, I guess, the quarterbacks weren't wearing masks in a meeting, and that's why they were all deemed inactive or whatever. Yep. But the NFL said they're not going to postpone a game for strategic regions, and the reason that the Baltimore game uh, was postponed because the outbreak was under control. So you mean to tell me uh, basically what the Broncos need to do is just have Jeff Driscoll go sneeze on the offensive line and then make his way over to the defensive meeting yeah. and sneeze on those guys, and they could have and they could have postponed the game? Like that just is such the wrong idea. Like well, basically the Ravens right. caught a break for being idiots because they just got the game pushed back, pushed back, pushed back, and then they got to play. Yeah, you see why the NFL wanted to they had to get this game in because the Broncos would have tore them a new one. If you postpone Ravens and Steelers to a week 18, make it work that way, but you made Denver play with no quarterbacks, whatever the whatever happened, they would have been livid. I mean, and, it would have well, been I think it's awful. bullshit anyways. That's my whole it point. It is. Well, and it's just another issue of the NFL absolutely just completely fucking it up. And this is what I said back to my sentiments earlier in the season because it seemed like they had been getting better about scheduling these games, but you absolutely throw Denver under the bus. Granted, they did it because it's total a, bullshit. It's I don't care about the record. It's bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's a free win to the Saints who are yeah. competing for seeding in that number one seed right now. They're going to get it. And they just got a free win. Free win. Yeah. Like they completed Denver only completed one pass in that game. And you can blame the blame the quarterbacks, whatever, for not wearing masks. Everyone wants to point fingers in that situation. But you can't tell me that A, you should have had the protocols in place. The teams all should have already to have your uh practice squad quarterback, Blake Bortles, not be with the position group, you know, yeah. have him work remote as an emergency case. He can zoom whatever. I know it's not fair. I know it's hard. But at least you have a quarterback in that situation. So that's on the NFL for Boston. I do, I do agree with and you. And but- absolutely just screwing Pittsburgh and, and you know, from playing their game on Thursday. Because these guys were worried that this game was going to get canceled. Ravens were going to forfeit. They're going to lose their money. Uh, but you just move it back, move it back, move it back. And they moved it six it days from the day oh, that the game on, was supposed dude. to be played. Yeah, that, Part of that-, that was the Ravens players talked about striking. They were yeah. going to do strike if it was yesterday. Because what were they concerned about spreading it and getting it? 
No, they're concerned about muscle tweaks and stuff because they hadn't been able to do anything all week. Yeah, because they've been sitting down the whole time. Yeah, but also Buffalo, they've kept Jake Fromm separate from Josh Allen and their other quarterbacks all year. Which is smart. Josh Allen talked about it today in his press conference. Yeah, so so on that on that token, like I did agree with Nick's point. Like you should have had it's kind of on you. You should have had one of them working remote. Like you have unlimited practice squad space this year. Is that correct, Nick? I think you have uh, yeah. 14 spots. Okay. Oh, okay. But there's no like, uh, like experience limits, which there normally right. is. Like, I think Josh McCown is on a practice squad. Yes. So, uh, because of that, like, you need to have one guy, like, like Nick Yale, like you said, that, uh, is not with yeah. the team, is not in the quarterback room. I, I still, though, just thought that it was bullshit that, they basically just they could have postponed the Broncos game to Monday or Tuesday or even Wednesday. Yeah, they could. But but we're just gonna keep sliding the Ravens back, sliding the Ravens back, sliding the Ravens back, sliding the Ravens. Again, back. it goes back to that one position group. They were able to get away with it with Denver because it's like okay, it's the quarterbacks and the Ravens. It was the whole team, so you couldn't it, really you couldn't really push it. push it back. But yeah, McCown. I don't know if he was still on the roster. Basically, they told McCown before the season. All right, you're gonna coach. Your high school football down in Texas. We'll call you if we need you, and we'll just pay you. Like he, did, he didn't have to show up for the games at all. Coach, I wanted to see the coach play. I can't believe yes. they didn't do that. Like if the NFL is going to make you play, no like, fun league, let, maybe no fun. League. This is come yeah, down it's an entertainment business. Cares? At the end of the day, how many people would watch that game if oh, the quality control coach or whatever suited up and took some snaps under center? Percent he goes better than one for nine or, or whatever it was. <laughs> oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like there's no way. You, you know what? who else I have to uh, talk some shit about in that game? You have zero expectations, right? As an offense, as the play caller. You're, if you're Pat Shermer, like what an opportunity to do like some crazy fun shit in that game. Like at least throw a couple screen passes, do a couple jet sweeps, do some double passes, do some rollouts and like those little dump off passes on play action. They're all with any, I could make that throw. Like, why didn't they do any of that? He just they just made Kendall Hinton like stand there and just chuck bombs. Yeah, like, chuck, chuck bombs and roll out and throw it out of bounds. It I, did that, a that's couple reverses, but other I said than that, it, you nothing. you might not know the playbook. I said scrap the playbook entirely and you tell him go out there and play football. Just go out literally backyard style, go downfield, and I'll throw it to you or you know end around some bullshit. Like literally just drop the plays in the huddle. Like who I cares? did in all. I did a game for Pro Football Focus last night where uh, Texas State was running RPOs and screen passes basically every down. Like, why couldn't Denver do that? Well, they signed Pat Shermer's son this week, so maybe they will now. Yeah, true. I just, I, I don't know. I just, like, watched that. I was like, I understand, like, the offense sucks. Like, that's not my, that's not, like, my criticism. It's, like, it's so vanilla and boring to watch. Like, you, you I know they didn't have a lot of time, but you could have drawn some something up. I mean, done something yeah to get in space did you see denver's uh tweet they had afterwards like what is that i gotta i gotta find the exact one it was something like final score is what it is like anybody that wants to say things bad that bad things about our players like come on like you know what i mean pretty much like we did what we could i'm i'm gonna find it real quick but it was before the game like let's just go have fun (laughs) yeah they, they tweeted this out at 546 after the game and they says they they said there was a game today. The final score is what it is. Undrafted rookie wide receiver, all caps, 
Kendall Hinton came off the practice squad, had zero practice reps, and completed his first or competed in his first NFL game as the Broncos quarterback in all caps. An unprecedented situation. He deserves all the respect. Is this the Broncos? Yes. And yeah. it got like eight thousand or ten thousand retweets. Basically, they're like they're saying, fuck off anybody saying that he sucks. He's a fever. Like, like I would say the same I, thing. I thought they should put the offensive lineman in at quarterback. That would be fun to see. Right? Would, yeah, what about Rolls Royce too? I want to like, see Von I, Miller. I, they said he was the emergency QB. Yeah. I, they, I think he took some snaps. I don't think he ever threw the ball. Maybe. But I think him and Philip Lindsay were both running Wildcat, and they, they they started with Philip Lindsay at quarterback as their starting QB, and ran Wildcat and actually got a first down to start the game. So, dude, like, I, John I was L. like, okay, just for the longest yard memes, I just wanted to uh, that just to see him like suiting up. <laughs> hey, they should have put him down there in a red jersey. Say, you know, as long as you touch him, he's down right there, and just let John Elway sling the rock. There was a uh, there was a some sort of rule that said that he actually couldn't like even if they wanted him to even they wanted to try him there was some like he could some rule about him being the owner where he couldn't play I don't know what the what the no rule fun, was dude. no fun. right right now if John Elway with his black gloves went out into mile high how far do you think he could throw the football I still think I'm he could a, chuck it twenty five yards forty five yards I'd say thirty dude, I don't think you realize how long forty five yards is. He's John Elway. He's still what? He's he's in his was it late? He's 60s? old. Late sixties. He, he looks like he could not throw it. Ooh, how old now. do you think John Elway is? Let's do a little. That's a little fun contest. one. Zuck, what do you think? He's I'm he's gonna in say, his. I'm gonna say 60, 64 is what I'm. Well, say. so in ninety seven he would have been in his thirties. So if you extrapolate that, I actually say he's got to be what late fifties. So you're gonna say what? You got to come up with an even number or fifty seven number fifty seven. All right, Tally. I'm going sixty four. Fifty eight. Wow. I'm going to go ahead and uh, say Price is Bullshit, right. Nick, this is the Price it. is right. 60, 60 <laughs> years old. All right, all right. He said he even number. You had to guess an even number. Yeah. He, he throws He throws at 40. Oh, I thought you just meant like a number. No, I, meant a, like, no, I meant a number, yeah. yeah. I said even number, and I stopped myself. Like, no, no. Gave no, it away. Number. Yeah. No, I gave it away. 60, <laughs> I think you – at 60 years old, I think he can still throw 40 years – for 40 yards. For 40 sure. yards? Yeah. I don't know. You think he's listening yeah. to the pod here? Think he's on Twitter. Uh, he tells me he's not. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's tough. Well, I had another uh, scenario. I'd seen this floated up, and loaded. We talked up. a lot about the Colts uh, this year and how good that roster's been. GM Chris Ballard's done a really nice job. They get Phil Rivers to plug the gap. What, an, what an easy bet. That he, he's okay, but. Uh, I don't know. He's not that guy. I mean, they just got smashed by the Titans. He he doesn't give them much. Like if the if the if the if the Colts aren't running the football, they they really it feels like they have to have kind of everything going right for Phil to get the dub. Like they have to have a great defense. They have to get the running game going, and then Phil can play well. So I still feel like they need a quarterback. The Lions are clearly cleaning house. And they have a quarterback over the age of 30 on the roster. They could probably get something for him because I think he's still a borderline top 10 quarterback. Would the Colts be – I think the Colts would definitely be interested in acquiring. Would Detroit be interested in going a different direction because they're going to get a pretty high pick this year and I'm getting gonna... the next quarterback and punting on the last couple years of Stafford? And yeah. would the Colts then be interested in acquiring? And what do you think that compensation looks like? Did you hear what the uh, owner said? The owner said that they're willing to trade Matt Stafford. Like they, she pretty. Oh, okay. Much, well, that's great. That's probably not, why I thought on not Twitter. Not exactly <laughs> saying that. She's pretty I much think, saying like they're get her, 
ready for a reset. Like it's Marth Vader. Time. Yeah, it, pro- it probably. It, I I don't know if it was it's as expensive, the team. expensive as two first round picks, but I think a first and a second round uh, for him. Because, I think, like you said, he's got to be happy with a, just a second. I think I'd give a second round pick for him. Just I'm not a second round. Nah, I'm not giving a first round pick. I would do that. I don't know if the Colts have a first round pick this year because they did that trade for DeForest Buckner. Yeah, they traded their first round. So actually, you know, they're not going to give up even a second. They're not even going to give up a second for Stafford because you would never do that. But you could give up a future first or yeah, and a third this year. I think you have to at least give up a first. I think that's where the conversation starts. Just because, like, really, yeah. I mean, his age though. You got to think about his age and what he makes. Yeah, the contract, so, that's the big question. Now, that was that was what was holding back them from trading him earlier, is that fat contract that he had. No team wants to take And that you're acquiring him. I'm about to look up his age. So I, I want to be like He's 32. 32. She didn't say they were willing to trade. She said she was noncommittal. So I didn't mean to say she, I she basically. Still, they're they're, they're open to the idea. Listen, Brady, Brady's 40. And so, I mean. 43. I, I, 43. So I still think you could get probably five more years if Stafford can stay. I think you got six probably years of Stafford left because that he'll be 38 then in six years. Uh, Rogers just had his 37th birthday. So like, if you think about it, he's what four or five years behind Rogers. But I also think about the, just the absolute beating he's taken in Detroit. Yeah. he. I don't think he's going to be one of those quarterbacks that age as well. He does make a decent amount of money. You know, Nick, you're right. You probably would because he is a borderline yeah. top I mean, 10 again, quarterback. You probably saying, would have to give up a first-round pick. still saying six years. And, again, that's, I think, where it starts. But maybe the question becomes uh, just a first round or maybe even if that first round goes down to second round on that contract. I don't know how much how, how much I'd give left you on a first. Maybe it's a first round, and then if you wanted more, I'd give you like a late day three pick, but that'd probably be it. But the contract, the contract was big. So he's but under- now with the salary cap up, it's not very. It's not. A, it's actually a, not a bad deal for the Lions. Well, I don't think so they may have the he's numbers. He's under contract up? for three more. Yeah, yeah. I've got it, Zuck. So he's. Oh, Tali! No, we lost him on twenty eight the next year, and then it's down to five. Okay. We missed we missed eighty percent of that. <laughs> I think but like I think 27, we, 28, oh, and then down to it. five. No, we lost you. We lost oh. you for a second. Yeah, but uh, no, oh, I I so think it's I it's think it's thirty five next year, then twenty eight. Okay, I think so it's, it's really their, expensive. Their best year. option to to move him on, and I think he he deserves to go for a winner. I mean, the Lions are not yeah. set up to win, and they haven't been for a long time. So you know, why not reset, go out there. You're going to have a top pick, get, maybe you'll get a quarterback. Maybe go try to trade for somebody. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, you could probably rebuild that, rebuild that defense. And, and, but I mean, the, the lions still have good pieces there. They just, that's what they thought they were doing the last three years. Yeah. I mean, but, but but look at that offense. So TJ Hawkinson, Kenny, Kenny Galladay. They're so good. They're so talented. It's that they're just, there's talent all over, man. Yeah, Jeff Okuda. I mean, there's there's talent all over that field. It's just they need to draft like 90 linemen, though. I think yeah. I I honestly do. No offense to Matt Stafford, but I think Matt Stafford is just needs a change of scenery. You go in, get a young quarterback that you can plug in there with a new head coach, and and see what happens. Like I don't think the Lions are are that far off from being you know a potential wild card team if they got the right quarterback and if they got the right coach there. God, that that's what you want to hear as a fan. They they were a possible <laughs> wild card team if they make a million moves. 
Well, they're not. They're not gonna. I don't think they're competing with Green Bay anytime soon. And I think, uh, you know, maybe a couple tweaks in Chicago on their offense, and, and they can get the ship. Chicago's in a very similar scenario too. Excellent offense. Start a lot of weapons. Quarterback dud. What are you so talking about? Their offense sucks ass. It's so it, the Lions have. Well, better they have? They, they have. They have Allen Robinson. They have That's David. Mon- they have David Montgomery. No, David, eh. Mon- David Montgomery is good. Don't don't tell me David Montgomery's not not, a, not not a decent what's running. What's done guy. besides last week? One forty-five yard run on the Packers. They don't, so like yeah, they, they don't. They don't utilize them. All these things have to come to. All these things have to come together. But yeah, they need a quarterback badly too. Mitch Trubisky ain't, ain't He's the starting. Answer. Hey, Mitch, he ain't Mitch the answer, back, baby. He's back. Here we go. Mitchy Trubisky ain't the. I, I don't know Mitch. if I'm the only one. Like he, he obviously cannot handle the NFL, but he looks like he's got a decent amount of athleticism. Like when he does play action, he's like, I think he's gonna make a fucking great play, and then he just doesn't. Yeah, like, you always think it. You know what I mean? You always he's think like, I, like even that as man, like he gets out of the pocket. I'm like, oh no, oh that no, that man he's cannot hit the broadside of a fucking ball. But like he moves, he's got the athleticism. <laughs> but once he throws it, it's just which is, I mean, you have to kind of throw as a quarterback, so it's a little important. But he rolls out, looks like he's going to be like the best quarterback of all time. And then once it gets out of his hands, it you don't know where the fuck it's going to go. Quarterback accuracy in this league this year has been absolutely atrocious. Atrocious. Top to bottom, too. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers has had some nice balls. Russell Wilson has some nice balls. But there are picks left and right. You got the top quarterbacks that are throwing picks. You got the bottom half of the quarterbacks that are throwing picks. And you got Baker Mayfield, who can't hit a blind target in the end zone. I mean, you got to be standing right in front of me, throw it 10 feet over his head. Like... Oh. The accuracy is Tell just abysmal, it. and maybe it's lack of prep time. I don't know, but but quarterbacks cannot cannot find their receivers this year. Kyler's about the only one that's been, you know, regularly hitting his wide receivers. So so TJ, I I mainly wanted to get your take on this, like from the Lions' perspective on Stafford. Obviously, I think most of the fan base is is it's going to be kind of sad seeing him go, but I think. It's kind of I liken it to when my White Sox traded Chris Sale like it needed to happen, you know, like and you can still get obviously some value for him. So what do you like? Would you try to sign a quarterback? Would you try to draft a guy? What do you think about the coaching situation? Would you hire an offensive guy? Would you take another stab at defense? Like what? where are you at as a Lions fan? You know, I think they have enough veterans on defense to get away with with having a subpar defense. It's just their offense is so inconsistent because of play calling. I mean, they have weapons there, but they need a change. And, you know, it's going to hurt to see him go, but he's got to go. I mean, he number one, I I hope he goes for the sake of getting him a chance to win. Because like like Nick said, like we've all said, the Lions, we say they suck. They're a mediocre team. They have a chance to go eight and eight, nine and seven every year. That's it. That's all they're going to do. So the way you reset it is you got to, you got to come up with something different. As far as besides the draft, I haven't like really locked in on a lot of the guys available that the Lions could get, like past Trevor Lawrence, who's not going to be there. I'll tell you the top um, four. It's, and you'll recognize all of them, TJ. It's, it's Trevor Lawrence, uh, the kid from Ohio State, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, the guy from, uh, same school as Carson Wentz. And uh, Zach Wilson from BYU. Those are like the main four, I think. So, so you think they could have a shot at one of those guys? Um, and it just, where are they picking you know, right now? Oh God, it's got to be seven or eight, I think. They'll have a chance. They'll have a chance to get. It depends how far they go back. But you're right. It, it depends how much they like each guy. You know, if they try to trade up, or if they like a guy like I, I hate to say it. I I really really hate to say this, but like Sam Darnold. You know. 
if they sit there and think a guy like Darnold <laughs> should be available, I hate Sam Woo. Darnold. But you think the Jets are like at a point where they need to figure something out? They probably don't think Darnold. Now they're drafting guy. Trevor Lawrence, so they got to do something with Sam Darnold. That's what I'm saying. So like, if he's either Darnold's going to be a backup, yeah. he might become Detroit, uh, uh, Detroit yeah, yeah. opportunity. I don't know. I don't it's know. I don't know what the right idea is, but if Stafford, if the Lions traded Stafford, I would say top three destinations are Indianapolis, New Orleans, and uh Indianapolis, 49ers. New Orleans, and no, and Detroit. 49ers are you still got with Jimmy. You want to hear a crazy dream scenario? Are, are we talking about Stafford? I thought we were talking about Stafford. Oh, oh, no, I was saying if they move Stafford, top yeah, three destinations about... for Sam Darnold, he's either going to oh, Indianapolis. Oh, okay. I think I got... Indiana I think he's going to Indianapolis. I think Stafford and San Fran would be really interesting. I think Stafford in San Fran would be good. But I what I, Jimmy Garoppolo, you don't think that that's I don't think guy. that they're in love with him. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets moved. I don't think he's going to. Like I think at the end of the day, San Fran's just gonna stay he, pat he stay took pat. The Super Bowl. Yeah, they're defense, they're yeah, yeah he, he did. He did, and he played well. Like, yeah. let's give him some credit. Everybody slanders Jimmy too on Sundays, but well, they've been just ravaged with injuries this year. He's That's been hurt this year. Yeah, I just think that both, so like yeah. I don't think that his style of play though aligns with how Kyle wants to run the offense at all. I think it's like oil and water too. You want to talk about freaking weapons too? There, they got Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, and four running backs. And like, they have a pretty good line. I and, think and Stafford, like Matt Ryan, could just be uh, lethal in the the zone the zone run offense i just i think they're gonna stick with them what what do you think uh, i don't know about this one probably not but what do you what do you think about the saints after drew's gone stafford and the saints yeah. yeah i don't know about tasting I, <laughs> I i wouldn't hate it i mean i'd like that it's kind of interesting like think Drew's Drew, gonna be gone but it's gonna be sean payton doesn't strike me as somebody who like would see stafford and say oh I how want much how much does uh drew have left on his contract Think he's retiring at the end. He's of the year? gone after this year. He's, he's going to be yeah, calling Sunday Night Football on NBC. Yeah, no, next next year he's got Notre Dame football. The following year is Sunday Night Football. So you got that. Right. They're not going to trade him to an NFC North team. I another team that could be that's interesting to throw around is Dallas because of the <laughs> Dak Prescott situation. Don't you, you know? think they're going to re-sign him now though? It's with, the like, right thing to do. Egg, but like, if, if there's any asshole that won't sign Jerry Dak said, Prescott, fuck you. It's Jerry Jones. It's Jerry. Jerry. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Right. With Dick, the guy like almost gets that would be such ruined. a. It's Jerry Jones. Matt Matt Stafford would be such a Dallas quarterback too. Like that just that just that just seems right. I think he win him a Super Bowl. I do. If, if Matt Stafford's in Dallas, you think they win the Super Bowl? Yep, I do. I really do. I think he's. They I, got think all they win one I think they got to fix too. their defense first, though. Well, they can't win one with McCarthy, though. That's for damn sure. Yeah, <laughs> they need a they need a clean house in that coaching staff already. It's 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 early, but yeah, McCarthy McCarthy was not it. Zook, you know not my, my dream scenario now that you know all this Carson Wentz stuff's going on is that they Carson try to get rid Detroit. of all money. <laughs> Detroit Lions get Dude, Carson Wentz. I would. I would. I would that. love oh, for my fantasy sake for Carson Wentz to go somewhere else. Please. Dude, I always I about this time of year. About this time of year, I always get a football chubby thinking of like all the movement. Like random G could go to Chicago. Yeah. They don't really like him, and Carson Wentz could go somewhere else, and Stafford could go somewhere Car- else. How about Carson? Carson Wentz in Chicago too, and and Darnold could go somewhere else. I would not love it if Wait. Carson Carson Wentz went. I got there. it. I got it. Yeah, let's hear Staff- it. Stafford in New England. Bill would love that. Bill, Bill, you know, Bill might. The get thing is, Bill, we're talking first round picks. Bill ain't giving up a first. Yeah, no, I, and I he think won't. I think Bill's got too many other problems that they have to fix there in New England before they would go out and acquire another quarterback. But, 
they got a big salary cap issue there that they got to get. Which, I was going to say they have a and huge all cap issue. Old. What does Cam do after this? Because New England's not rolling it back with Cam. He's going to be Nothing. a backup. He's going to collect his money and then retire. I think he'll he'll get some backup role somewhere. Cam and Indy. Yeah. Cam is not starting. There's no way any of the 32 franchises, maybe the Jags, could if start. Were, Cam. The Colts might as well roll Jacoby Brissett rather than sign Cam. That, I, I don't understand yeah. why they haven't yeah, made Jacoby's the move. Jacoby yet. Like Jacoby is. Jacoby started all year last year. is going to start the entire season, and they're going to lose first round of the playoffs. Every key down at goal line stand, Jacoby's in there. Phil ain't running running no QB sneaks. Fuck that. (laughs) Yeah, don't you think it's hilarious how like – I thought I I think it's like Big Cat. I was listening to their podcast and he made he like made the joke. He's like, it's funny how they just start sneaking Jacoby Brissett in just a little bit more each week. He's yeah. like, it started as just the Hail Mary. Now they're doing zone read stuff, and eventually it's just gonna be like yeah. Jacoby just like, the whole game. Get the fuck out of here. Bro. <laughs> yeah, their defense go, is so go home. good, though. Go I feel home, so bro. bad for their defense because their defense is so good. They're just elite. Putting up putting up numbers. Rocket Steen. Love God. that guy. It just it just shows you how inconsistent this year is in the NFL. It's crazy. Yes. This is a this is a obviously the most in, inconsistent year I've ever had in my lifetime. Uh, the only team again I'll say is is the Chiefs, but then I mean they almost gave it up late. I mean they were killing the Bucks, mm-hmm. and then like let Tom Brady do his thing and didn't didn't have Tyree Kill really in the second half at all, and that was it. And but there you name and, and when you watch the Steelers tonight too against McSorley. They and, play to their competition. Yeah, they don't. They, play, do. they didn't play that well either. Yeah. They're not that great. So I think I we're all know. in agreement that the Steelers are the second best team, at least in the AFC. Still, oh, they're still up there Third. just because they're defense. No, no, I mean, I mean, like worse. Ste- we're not, we're all in agreement. Steelers, they're not so, the best team. Yeah, well, yeah, not the best. No, Steelers are. Yeah, I mean, what I think, I think Pittsburgh runs the risk of being bounced in the first round of the playoffs. Like they 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 will run into a buzzsaw when playoff time comes and these teams are well prepared. Uh, their defense is good and they have and many offensive weapons. I said Chase Claypool has saved their Chase Claypool is the reason that they are that they are 10 and 0 this what that they're are 11 and 0 now. 12 and 0? What are they now? 11 and 0. 11 but chase claypool i mean without him he's he's the guy that is now what antonio brown used to be he's out there making these plays all over the field and if he's not scoring all these touchdowns i just don't see how the steelers are are undefeated by the way just quick shout out for fantasy to me uh for the nice pickup of the carolina panthers defense got me 18 points got me a win i won by six Ew. so Big doings there. I've already cl- I've already clinched my playoff spot, and now it's only about uh, it's only about the seating at this point. Yeah, yeah I, I was gonna say I told you guys off the air about my tight matchup. I'm now ten and two, boys. Ten and two, two. Ten in, two. in fantasy. I'm so uh, I'm seven and five. <laughs> I got well, I got walloped. Like everybody's within a game of each other, like seven I, and five. Derek yeah, Henry, know. Young Way Koo, and uh, Young what? Young Way Koo. No, it's not his name. Yeah, it is. No, it actually, it actually no. is Young Hoku. <laughs> it was Hoku. funny because we were watching that on, and somebody said Young Way Koo like on the on the broadcast, and Chen was like, "That's not how you say it." I'm like, "Yeah, it's actually how you pronounce it." Uh, it's not Young Ho. It's because he's such a meme now that I think people actually Dude, forgot. Best kicker in the league. Best kicker in the league this yeah, year. Yeah, I actually yeah. may have to put a little claim on him. 
this week because he is not owned in our league right oh, now. Oh wow, hell yeah, get him. He's he's the well, best. I think he kicked like three fifty yarders. I think that's why he's yeah. he's up so much right now. But Nick, you need to do a video every week and calls like uh, the the kicker picker, and then you like play <laughs> number one kicker of the week, and then you yeah, you Nick, you whether you wanted it or not, your brand now is kickers. Yeah, so. dude, I'm telling you, you I, I can that, tell that, you everything about the kickers out here. They're the difference makers. Not not often are they the key factor, but that one week that Joey Sly was the key factor, he hit five field goals and covered the spread. So I feel like the game winner, the key factor, one way or the other, every week. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter the fact that they won the game, lost the game winner. I'm talking about kickers covering the spread or not covering the spread. Kickers are the key. I want an off-season video from you, like sports science, like breaking down like kicking and kickers, and we can do it. We can do it when we do the kicker kick pass and punt competition we can also I'm nick yale and this is kicking science <laughs> and i'm going to show you why joey sly can kick it 70 yards in the air in a dome why, did, why does that guy have an extra broadcast voice i never understood that it's like this is sports science like they do like a really like this big time pause is sports yeah. science. not like a big time nerd when you talk about it too <laughs> I mean, it was part of the thing it was part of the brand yeah yeah yeah. And he would always like with their little like statistics, like the ball is traveling at a high rate of speed at 54.7 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't fucking know that. You're just guessing. <laughs> so I did have one more topic though, before we get to uh Thursday games. Um, I wanted to Thursday talk about, games, do we? No. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we, got, we got shafted out of that. Thanks yeah. a lot. We got, we got two on Monday and a Tuesday. Tuesday yeah. night football again. So, hey. The last thing I wanted to talk about, though, was the Tua situation in Miami because he he's up and down, and it feels like the staff doesn't trust him for whatever reason. And I love Brian Flores, and I think what they're I believe in what they're doing down there. I think that they have a chance to be the team in the AFC East uh, ahead of Nick's Bills, uh, but I think they're screwing it up. And the Texans have won three of the last four, which the Dolphins possess their first round pick. Watch out for Romeo Cornell on a bit of a heater. But uh, that pick now is out of the top 10. They're not probably going to get a shot at one of the top four QBs that are going to go in that first round. And I don't understand why. Like, you still picked two of five. Like, I know you wanted Joe Burrow, but if you didn't like Tua, you shouldn't have taken him. And he's had some good games, too. He's obviously not going to be, you know, John Elway, who we talked about earlier in the show, like from game one, and he's benched him for Fitzpatrick, and now he's injured, had the thumb thing this past weekend. And it feels to me like the Dolphins, at the very least, don't trust him. At the worst, they don't like him. And well, I just feel like there's huge, there's, re- I got red flags everywhere on that situation. And I don't know how it's going to play out or what they're going to do. I think they must have their eye on somebody in the draft. But how in the hell are they going to no get way. up to get a guy? The, you, know how mad the they are? you know how mad it's going to be at the top be, 10 uh, right now. That they, they've won good. three out of four and totally screwed Miami. They're so mad that Herbert's good that they like passed. They on. are. Yeah, yeah. They're so mad they're about so that. They're so bitter about it. And the thing is, like, Tua looked just as good, if not better than him, that one game that he was lighting it up. It's just they're different styles of quarterbacks. And say what you want about Justin Herbert. I know a lot of it is Chargers going to charge her, but they've lost like every game. So at the yeah, end of the day, like, close. Herbert's can't not winning. Close. He cannot close games. He might be putting up the stats and sure is probably going to be the front runner for 
offensive rookie of the year now that Joe Burrow's down. But he's a beast. Don't get me wrong. But when clutch time comes, you need a quarterback that can finish football games. I don't care how many. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That that is true. And he was thrown in uh, way way before they probably planned on him due to Tyrod Taylor's uh, injury. Uh, Team doctor, what an asshole. And I think I, I don't think you can. I think Justin Herbert far has exceeded expectations for this year, and you have to be okay with that. You kind of throw the 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 possibility of winning of losing those games out the window, anyways, because you're in a division with Kansas City. Kansas City is going to win that one easy. So at best, you're getting a, you're getting a wild card team in an AFC that you know where some of those spots are filled. How many wild card teams are there? Four, three, 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 three spots. So it used to be yeah. two, but now it's three. But if you close out those games, you're a wild card team. You're not you're not ahead of Kansas City, but you're a wild card team. And you're in the playoffs. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't think you have the capability and personnel to make a deep deep run into the playoffs. But you know. a lot of that's Anthony Lynn. Yeah, but... Anthony Lynn probably needs probably deserves to lose his job because he's the one that's blowing these games at the end. Nick, that is a sick Bills quarter zip jacket. Whatever you got on over there, I'm just now noticing it. I think I got this from my brother. Yeah, wonderful little president. I mean, you are still a, just a complete trader and fair-weathered fan, but it is a pretty <laughs> slick jacket. Yeah, yeah. He goes from the Patriots <laughs> to the Bills when the Patriots started sucking. Oh, oh, Tom's not on the Pats anymore? Go Bills! I'm, I'm waiting I'm until the Yankees Buffalo. like officially do their first rebuild like ever. And yeah. then he's like, oh, yeah, I like the Red Sox. I forgot about that. Sorry. He's going to be Blue Jays. Yeah. Well, they already have. They, they've been guy. rebuilding the Couple years here, Shut like the fuck 2013 up, through no, 2015, no, 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 no. we all rebuild. I don't want to fucking hear it. If you give someone right. 300 million dollars, that is not a rebuild. They were pretty bad though for a while, weren't they, Nick? Yeah, 2013 yeah. through 2015, when we had Vernon Wells and Lyle Overbay and Jason Lyle Nix out Overbay. there every day. Finally, we've gotten to the baseball portion of the podcast. Yeah, I got to run. Those, to this yeah, yeah about I got I got a piece I, here too. <laughs> I do have. I have one trivia question before you guys. Go. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the trivia, and that that'll wrap it up. We don't have picks to make, right? Yeah. No picks. Correct. Okay. For Sunday. No picks. Which NFL team has the least punt attempts per game right now? CLC Hawks. This Packers. This season. They never punt. Uh, this season. I'll, I'll say Chiefs. Seahawks. The Carolina Panthers. Damn. Wow. 2.4 per game. Wow. 2.4 per game. What's the what, Nick, do you have all the teams there or just the Panthers? Um, I can get them. Get, I know Buffalo was second. I want to know where Green Bay is at. Because I see J.K. Scott like he's like a red herring. He's never on the field. I should have just gone with Panthers because my guy Joey Sly. That's your boy. Yeah. They don't he punt because he's kicking out. He's he kicked 60 yard field goals. They don't need five yarders out there. Joey Sly. Oh, hit, oh, I see what you're saying. He's hitting 80 yards. I, I didn't understand. I wasn't big brain enough to understand the analogy. He's hitting 80 yards and warm up. Yeah. I don't need a punt. So Green Bay is 26. They're actually what? tied to Kansas City. Three punts per game. Oh, oh, 26th in terms of most Sorry, punts. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. I, I thought they punted like one of the most in the league. No, All right. No, no. Yeah, no, that sounds about right. All right. Cool. Well, that's cool. That was a much harder question. Are you going to get another one for us next weekend? I'll try, yeah. Are they going to all be pertinent to the 2020 season, or are we going to get some history? Uh, I don't know. We'll just see what comes up. Slowly <laughs> 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 I feel the bathroom so bad. I'm just like, are you going to wrap up? No, I, no. Actually, I kind of want to milk this now because <laughs> yeah. you had no problem giving me just a ton of shit when I had to go take a whiz <laughs> on the midweek show. And He's there it is. There he goes. <laughs> Couldn't even hold it. <laughs> it's funny too because you had i mean you actually worked he was the, the biggest, show he was the biggest you took your computer in 
Yeah, yeah. I, did, I had to be on the podcast. I was being a good podcaster, and he's not. He just bounced. Yeah, he's but see you later. Like a real guy would get on his phone, a second camera, pause the other one, and then get on it and and go to the bathroom and and yeah, you know, I want back. I want to now because you were you were you went to the bathroom on. on I was talking. Did you I was talking that quick shit about you for leaving. No, I was going to say the that. quickest pee of all time. No. <laughs> I guess in Nick's defense, his setup's pretty stationary here, so he can't exactly yeah. do what I did. So well, the bathroom I, I guess will be, nice. right so be nice, and we'll wrap up the show. Nick's got a whiz. TJ's got to go. So that'll do it <laughs> for the From the 50 Midweek Show, presented nice. by Book It Sports. For Nick Tolley, for TJ Weber, for Nick out in Reno, I'm Zach Zook. We'll see you guys on Sunday for Week 13.